Welcome back to the Postmillennial White House. I'm Benjamin Willis. I'm Mason Reed. And you are listening to a podcast brought to you by the Teenage Democrat. So thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate everyone that listens and tells their friends about it. But if you want to do more, if you want to make us really love you, and if you really love us, you can go and give us a review anywhere that you're listening to at any time. It's free. All it, all you have to do, the only thing it costs is time. And yeah. who doesn't have spare time? I mean, seriously. So go give us a five-star review. Tell us why you like the show. If you don't like the show, don't give us a review. Yeah, we, seriously. Yeah. I mean, you could even give us a review like while you're listening. So I mean, yeah. if you don't have spare time, you can multitask. That's right. If you want to do that we would love for you to do that it helps us push our message it helps us further equality and it's free also if you like free things which who doesn't like free things come on (laughs) doesn't like free things if you want to enter for a chance to win a free starbucks gift card you can do so by going to our instagram at the pmwh or our twitter at tpmwh pod also, if you're interested, you can go to www.teenagedemocrat.com and f- you can see this new project that they have started called Equality Period. So basically what Equality Period does is it secures feminine care products for for women and children who don't have these things. So at least 500 million women and girls are estimated to lack adequate means to manage their monthly periods, according to a 2015 report by UNICEF. So basically what we're doing is through your monetary donations, we are buying bulk tampons and pads, and we are sending them out to women's shelters, schools, and homeless shelters in need of these products. For sure. So one tampon costs us $0.09, cents, five tampons cost us $0.45, cents, and 500 tampons cost us $60. So anything that you can give would be greatly appreciated, and, and these women need it more than you know. So anything that you can do would be great. Last podcast, I heard a ton of people of, of good reviews talking about how they loved our personal stories. So yes. we thought we'd, you know, we tell, tell another, another one. one. And Ben's stories are the most embarrassing, and they're the best. If I guess, in my opinion, I was an odd, odd child. So, bringing you back, third grade. Mason and I, I think we were playing airsoft or just walking around out. And in he the, had like a pastor. He lived on a pasture. few acres of land, and we were walking out in this pasture, and there was like this lane of trees. So, okay, no, 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 you're not, t- you're leaving parts out. <laughs> no. So we're walking out there, and the whole time Ben's like, I'm so tired. <laughs> like, I'm so tired. Can we take a break? Can we take a break? So whatever, we get, we're get, we out there for probably like an hour or two hours. And then, we, I don't even remember what we were doing. We were just like know. probably we were, like messing with flowers yeah. or something. I don't know. <laughs> I was messing with flowers. So, <laughs> so Ben's like, Mason. He was whispering. I don't know why, because we were in the woods. But he goes, Mason, I have to poop. (laughs) (laughs) I said, what, man? He goes, I have to poop. Like right now. It's urgent. (laughs) So it was urgent, but he was also tired. So he had to poop, but he was tired. I was tired because it was like a mile walk out there. I mean. It was literally not a mile walk. Okay, It was was, a lot less than a mile. It it was not a mile. It was, well, you know, you might be right. It could have been like two miles. No, whatever. So it was like a football field. No, not a football field. Maybe like a, I don't know, something long. <laughs> <laughs> so so he's like, 
I've got to poop, Mason. I think I'm gonna go poop. I had to poop. I mean, when it when it comes, it comes. I mean, but I and I was and young. God forbid. I had these short, fat legs. <laughs> so the whole point of him pooping outside was so that neither of us had to go back up to the house. Not one of us was gonna walk back to that house. So poop, you're done. You're fine, right? Wrong. So he gets done pooping. He's like behind this little hill. So all of a sudden, he goes, Mason. <laughs> I need toilet paper. <laughs> so he poops. We both forget that he's going to have to wipe his butt. So I have to walk up to the house but, to go get toilet paper. I mean, you know, keep in mind, we're like six or seven. We weren't. So, know. okay, this is a key part. We're like very young. So I walk in the house and go steal the toilet paper For from no the reason. bathroom. And my mom is like, I'm I'm like trying to hurry because this is so embarrassing. Because it's awkward. Like, how, why do you explain you need toilet paper to your when you're mother outside? So when you're like six years old, you so don't know what you're gonna say. I'm like, I'm trying to get out of the house, and my mom goes, Mason, why do you have toilet paper? And I just, I go, I just look at her, and then I run out the door. <laughs> so I just, I'm so just sprinting to Benjamin. Awkward, this awkward stare to from oh Mason to his mom, little oh young Mason to his mom, so and then just running out of the door. End of the story. Basically what happened is Ben pooped in the woods. The whole reason for him to poop in the woods was so that we both didn't both <laughs> didn't have to go back up to right. the house, and uh, I had to go back up to the house, so the end. And then we were scared because we thought we were going to get caught. Mason was freaking out. So he made <laughs> us go get a shovel and dig a hole and bury it to make oh, matters worse. We had worse. to bury the crap. It was so disgusting. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Oh, I love and that If you'd story. like to hear an embarrassing story about Mason, I have mm. one. So this one time around the same time, oh Mason God. almost burned his house down. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about this. <laughs> oh, my good. Okay. So uh, we had this in Texas... You do decks. I don't know if this is anywhere else. It's but like it, uh, like a thing off your back. Like it's, a patio. It's basically like a back. It's it's patio. basically a patio. So you do decks, and so it's a wooden deck, and it like it backed up to our house, and so it connected to our house. Well, there was these this plastic step stool, and under it were these little compartments, and we had, I think I lit a firework in it, and I leave, and then all of a sudden I look out the kitchen window <laughs> no, and. I from what I remember, I thought you lit like multiple fires. Okay, whatever. So it was like one, a fire hazard. One, one or think, five, whatever. I mean, don't go and try this, but I don't think that one firework would set a set a deck on fire unless maybe you spilled some gas on it or something. Okay, well, all I know is I lit. I was stupid enough to light fireworks on a plastic thing, and I look out of the back window. I'm getting some tea. I look out of the back window, and there, it is engulfed in flames. <laughs> Like my window, which is at least five feet from the side of this deck, is engulfed in flames. So I run outside and notice it. My mom is sleeping in a room. So I go and get a, a pitcher of water, like a tea pitcher of water, like a gallon of water, and just start trying to put the fire out with a gallon of water. So my mom walks around the corner. Mason, come on. <laughs> There's, it's on fire. So, uh, yeah, I almost but, burned uh, the house down. And then you got in a lot of trouble. And I did. I don't think I should have gotten in trouble for that. I don't know. I think if you should have. It was <laughs> kind of a safety hazard. If my kids almost I mean, burned the house, like, obviously. At least, I, okay, but at least you tried to put it out. At least you didn't just kind of watch it burn. Like, obviously, I didn't, um, I didn't do it on purpose. Yeah, I mean, seriously. And now, it's time for serious news. <laughs> 
serious news. <laughs> okay, so seriously, in, in all seriousness, if you don't know, there was a shooting at a Waffle House in the Nashville area last week. Very it was around, around 1 p.m. A man walked into the Waffle House and ended up with a with a gun and ended up killing four people and injuring two others. So, um, so but um, there there has been some good that came out of this. A man by the name of James Saw Jr. Um, actually stopped the shooting from happening and, you know, prevented more casualties from right. happening. A hero. A, tru- a truly hero. A, a humble a hero. hero. When asked about it, he said he's not a hero. This man saved many lives, uh, risked his life. So if you don't know, whenever whenever the shooter was reloading the gun, the man, James Saw Jr., charged the man and took his gun away from him and pinned him down and threw the gun over the counter and got the gun away from him and ended up keeping the man down. The man got away, but he ended up saving so many people's lives. I mean, just a, a true hero. But there's something interesting about this. So we 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 don't even have to talk about how ridiculous it is that this because keeps happening. We all know because we all know that it's so stupid. Republicans and Democrats alike know that there's a problem. Exactly. Republicans are trying not to talk about it. Democrats can't talk about it enough. This is an issue. We know that it's an issue. People, our legislature. And I think it's something that, and the reason that the Republicans don't want to talk about it is because it's not because they don't want anything done. It's because they don't want to admit they're wrong. Right. And so, so there, there's going to be talk about it. There there needs to be talk about it, but we don't have to talk about it because everybody already knows to talk about it. Right. But if you're listening listening to the teenage Democrat or the post-millennial White House by the teenage Democrat, you know about gun control. Yeah, you know all about gun control. But the interesting thing about this case is, is the system actually took his guns away. Earlier in the year, uh, basically, the gunman was arrested because he was trying to enter a restricted zone of the White House. He said that that Donald Trump would, was his president, he worked for him, and that he needed to talk to him. So he's arrested by the Secret Service in July. Uh, they, The city of Illinois reached out uh, and took his ID card, his fireman ID card. Or, or his firearms firearm ID card. Firearm ID card. And ended up seizing all of the weapons away from right. him. Right. <laughs> a lot of different guns and ammo. But the thing is, is that they gave it to his father, which obviously now we know was a mistake. But uh, they gave it to his father, and his father gave it back to him. Yeah. And uh, his father actually gave him the gun back that that um, killed four people and injured two. So, so uh, um, now people are calling, and obviously there's there's going to be criminal charges pressed against Jeffrey Ranking, it's, which it's was insane to me that anyone could let this go on. All the even though his son might have been good to him. He's obviously had trouble with the law, trouble with all these things, and guns do not need to be in the hands of people like this. Absolutely. In my opinion. Guns should not be in the hands of people like his father either, and, obviously, because right. they're not. You they know. can't if you're giving guns to a mentally unstable person. And and I think that the the biggest issue here is obviously mental health. Uh, there needs to be. We need to look at mental health. For we sure. need to. We need change. And it's this is a fine example of mental health can be you know run in your. It's in your genetics. Right, and so and so it's not necessarily the person who is doing this is fault. I mean they they can't help what they had. They can help how they respond to it. So. Don't let me delegitimize or, or take away from what he did. He, obviously, what he did was a travesty. It was also, and our condolences go out to the lives lost and those families that but were around that. And thank you to the hero by who shooting. helped uh, stop more casualties. Our thoughts and prayers, seriously, are with you guys. You. Uh, they're not enough. We need change. Uh, but in other news, um, so China recently uh, talked about how they were going to do a scoring system. So this is insane to me. So by it's 2020, crazy. It's like 
It's like Hunger Games type stuff. So by 2020, China plans to put all of its 1.4 billion citizens on a personal score. So basically, it's like a credit score. Um, how it works is if you're what they deem to be a good citizen, then you have a high score. If you, what they deem to be a bad citizen, you have a low score. So what this will do is that the government says it's trying to purify society by rewarding people who are trustworthy and punishing those who are not. So um, the thing is, though, is that if you have a low score, uh, you can't ride a train. Yeah. You uh, are basically shunned. So, um, if you have a low score, you can't. You ha- you lose a lot of privileges. Um, that and a low score doesn't necessarily mean that you went to jail or anything. It just means that the government thinks you're not trustworthy. Yeah. So it's it's crazy. Like, well, China's just freaking weird. Yeah, so no, also like, they have like they have these cameras. Um, it's like a dystopia. Yeah. There. So it's basically, they have an estimated 176 million cameras already, but they plan to have 600 million by 2020. This, I mean, China's freaking weird. Yeah. Like seriously. they already have uh, 176 million cameras. That's a r- that's a, a rough estimate. But then by 2020, they plan to have 600 million cameras. Which this is, is insane. insane. It can recognize time, more than 4,000 like, vehicles, people, it, people, every bike, every person, every car, every bus. I don't know if you've ever played the uh, the video game Watch Dogs, but that's what it reminds me of. And if you haven't, you should. It's a good <laughs> game. I mean, a government official from China said that they can tell whether it is an adult, a child, a male, or a female. So these cameras are insane. Yes. And on some other news, back to the more of a gun-related story. All right. So Yeti, if you don't know, Yeti makes coolers, they make cups, and it's all nice, expensive, and, you know, they're nice, expensive cups, and, you know, mm-hmm. they're, I think their, uh, their slogan's like, wildly stronger, keep ice longer, something mm-hmm. like that, and you're supposed to be able to keep ice in a cooler forever, or your cup or whatever. But anyways, going on to the story, they are cutting discounts to certain groups of people and the NRA just happened to be one of them. And of course the NRA likes to bring out the fact that, Oh, they don't like it. But they don't like us because we support guns and all this other, all this other mumbo jumbo and stuff. And the, what really happened is, is they didn't cut ties with the NRA over guns. They cut ties with the NRAs and many other organizations giving them discounts on their products is because when those, those were established, mm-hmm. basically what was going on is that, well, Yeti they, just wanted well, to make yeah. more money. They wanted, they wanted to, to establish a base. And, and, they, and they're already an established company. And a, I, there's and Yeti so, stuff everywhere. So they so changed why would they their need policy. A, yeah, they cha- why would they need to give a discount to anyone? So they changed their policy. Republicans in the NRA, or some Republicans in the NRA. They're so mad. Are no so reason. mad. So and, they're and boycotting And it's like, the NRA. the NRA is not even the only one. Like, I mean, and there's people, there's videos of people on the internet just burning their yeti cooler I know, shooting which costs uh, a lot of money shooting the, like if you don't want your yeti talk cooler talk about you're I, complaining about me, paying taxes uh, but you're burning your $500 yeti cooler yeah just, seriously <laughs> but so this this rival company it's a newer company called Pelican Coolers they released a statement on their Facebook. <laughs> so basically they said for every cooler purchase this month we'll donate $10 to the NRA. This is crazy to me because to me, this company could be donating to so much greater causes, but they choose to donate to the NRA. So here's the NRA's mission statement. But So when the National Rifle, Rifle Association was officially incorporated on uh, November 16th of 1874, this was their goal, to promote and encourage rifle shooting on a scientific basis. The NRA says that it is the America's longest standing civil rights organization. I don't know how... I, They're a civil rights organization. I don't either. But, but so so, 
the thing about it is, is they want to take a scientific approach to guns. Well, here's what science tells us about guns. Some 13,286 people were killed by U.S. firearms in 2015. Uh, 26,819 people were injured. So what science tells me about guns is they freaking suck. Uh, yeah, I totally agree, but I'd also like to say that I've there's many statistics about the people who are killed by uh, or casualties from guns, mm-hmm. but a lot of them are sadly and sadly suicides or suicide these attempts. did not include suicides really that's a that's a that's a large number i know it's so crazy. The, so so the nra is this civil rights organization that these people are donating to but science which is in but, their mission statement proves that uh, people are thousands of people are dying from this let's or just go ahead and just try to injured. help the cooler out the cooler company out a little bit let's just say that they're doing this not because they support the nra but because they want more business and they're trying to grow their company and well, hope that they can be better than Yeti. I, I mean, think this brings I up a great just, point. I think they're just the, taking advantage of what, uh, you of know, Republicans. Business. Right. So I think that this brings up a great point. Gun loving Republicans are burning Yeti coolers. So their rival company, Pelican, is like, hey, we'll donate $10 if you buy our $600 Yeti cooler. Our Pelican cooler. Yeah, Pelican. our Pelican cooler. So they're the same The thing. same I mean, exact thing. But uh, it makes them feel better because they're donating $10 to a horrible organization. So. Um, yeah, so go Pelican, doing doing great with Congrats uh, on practicing your rides, Pelican. Yeah. <laughs> so the last thing that we're going to talk about today is some crazy, uh, well, just a crazy Facebook post. So um, I go on Facebook all the time. I live in a conservative place, and uh, I just see a bunch of crazy posts. So, so here's one. It reads as follows. Starbucks closes for one day to give its employees moral guidance. Chick-fil-A does it every Sunday. Give, Give us, us an, an amen. 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 And repost if you, you support, support Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. So this lacks simple <laughs> logic. And it has over or, a million shares. Not even logic. This lacks like... Common sense. Com- Okay, so Starbucks was closing to give guidance on racism and informing about racism. Chick-fil-A closes because of, you know, religious requirements. Right. And so the That's thing... That's two totally different... And this things. is what's even more crazy to me, is that this post, while it's very logically flawed, it has one clear goal, to bash Starbucks for closing their stores, their stores to teach about racial inequality. So, Americans... I mean, are sharing a post. I, you know, people say that racism isn't real, but it's proven right here. A company is being bashed because they want to teach their their employees to see their racial bias and to correct for that. And I agree, but maybe we could say that some people are just not reading it correctly because it says Starbucks closes for one day to give its employees moral guidance. Chick-fil-A does it every Sunday. So maybe they're not saying that we should necessarily... We shouldn't take away from, not take away from Starbucks, but also give more praise to Chick-fil-A. I don't know. Even though they don't link. It just, it just doesn't make sense. I don't know. But well, thank you so much for listening to the Postmillennial White House. A podcast brought to you by the Teenage Democrat. If you really enjoyed us and you like it, um, you can give us a review wherever you're listening right now. Thanks. Also, make sure to go to www.teenagedemocrat.com. There you will be able to see our beautiful faces. You'll be able to look Read at the Facebook bios. post. Look at the Facebook post. It'll be posted on our podcast blog. Also there you can donate to Equality Period, which is a great new project by the Teenage Democrat that is providing feminine care products for women and young girls who really need them and can't and afford them. All right. Well, I'm Mason. And I'm Ben. And we will... S- well, you'll hear us next Monday. Yeah, come on now. It'll be done. Peace. Peace.